When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, The Plow King. Oh no, I'm Robert Skolansky. Oh, ready to, ready to spill the lead. <laughs> ready, to, ready to bury the lead on that one. Well, uh, I work in news. That's what we do, right? Right. Just... <laughs> I was I was actually going to say uh, we're, we were going to have a snow day today. But then, I, well, but then, but but then the Plow King screwed us over. <laughs> and plowed our plowed our driveway at our school, and then we got our ass kicked because you know, well, that that wasn't, but that wasn't the plow king. No, that, that was somebody else. That was somebody else. That's somebody. We'll who get we to that gonna, somebody else. Yeah, we're gonna get to that somebody else who ruined our perfectly good snow day here at. Now, the do Simpsons you remember Fitted. a day as a kid? Where snow days are ruined by a plow. I don't really no. necessarily remember that. No, I think it's because we woke up so early and because they usually announced it at like 637 because I know we always sat around the radio. Yes, kids. Well, we did that. Yes, kids. The nice... We had to wait around a radio for them to so announce <laughs> when our, to the school closures. Well, the nice thing was our mom was also a teacher. So usually like I, we could hear the phone ring at like five o'clock. Because, like, teachers were notified earlier. Yeah. Now, granted, she taught in a different district, but usually if that district was closed, our district was closed. So, I usually knew about the snow day before we even had to listen to the radio. Not to say that we didn't do that, but... Yeah, and we didn't even have, back when we were growing up, kids... I like it, kids. (laughs) We we didn't even have the two-hour delay. You know what I mean? No, we didn't. We we were... If school was closed... School was closed. closed. I feel like in high school, I feel like I got that so you, once or you, twice. So you were on the you were on the tail end. You must have been on the tail end then. Yeah, because I never I mean, got we, the two hour delay. Now we did. Now, like even back in elementary school, they did the two hour delay, but not for weather related stuff. I think it was for like hours being in school related stuff. Yeah. Because I remember I missed the beginning of school one day because of that crap. Yep. And I had to have a friend's uh, parent drive us to school because we missed the bus. Yep. All right. Stupid. So, <laughs> so before we actually jump into the episode. Um, yep. So we always tell you, tell you guys to go to Apple Podcasts or, you know, rate and review us and give us, you know, uh, tell us how we're doing. And. We got someone uh, this time on Apple Podcasts uh, gave us a review. Uh, it was an unfortunate one star, but I would like to reach out to Shrimp Cracker. That's his Apple handle. So, um, <laughs> Mr. Shrimp Cracker, if you are still listening to us, I would like to go over your review because some of it, you know, just felt kind of kind of odd, and I kind of wanted to know where you're coming from. And you could reach back out to us through email or through Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Either way, just like to hear from you. So 
that you stated that this might be a good podcast if they did a little bit more research about the episodes. Um, and to be fair, I mean, we're, we're using notes from the, um, our Simpsons book, uh, Wikipedia, a lot of different things. I mean, yes, I think, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you necessarily mean research saying, Oh, we didn't know where this reference came from or something like that. And yeah, we're a little bit guilty on it, but one thing I do like to to mention is we do try to keep our episodes to about an hour, hour and a half for our listeners, so they're not hearing us blabber on for, you know, days on end. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And there is always a lot to talk about on Simpsons, so we will do our best to do a little bit more research and dig deeper um, to keep it within a healthy time frame. So thank you for that. I do We do appreciate that. Um, you also would like us to bring back Feedback Fridays, which... I am all for to, I mean, I, yes, I've been slacking a little bit on the social media <laughs> side, but for you, if you're listening, I will bring back feedback Fridays and I, for all our listeners, if you guys have any feedback, feel free to, you know, you know, bring that up. I, I would love it. I would love to do that. And we can yeah. do corrections again on our episodes. If uh, stuff comes through feedback Friday and we can talk yeah. about it on air. So I like that. Uh, one thing that I don't necessarily disagree, I kind of disagree with you're like, it's a little cringy listening to these guys repeat script lines word for word. And you put in parentheses badly from memory. Um, unfortunately, this is not true. <laughs> uh, we actually have uh, notes that we take for each episode and we have written them down um, verbatim uh, for these quotes. So I don't, I wouldn't necessarily say badly unless you're saying how we speak them we're not unfortunately professional voice actors so yeah if, if you're saying badly on a standpoint of we don't know how to talk like marge and homer and dr nick and stuff like that i apologize i wish i was a professional voice actor and could do it better but i think our our delivery or not not necessarily the delivery the the words we speak are accurate so yeah um, if it's the other way, I do apologize for that. Um, and then, uh, you have stated that we give rotten scores and bad criticisms for episodes that are unquestionably some of the best of the series. And you said that was infuriating. I, so everyone can have their own opinions. Um, yep. I, I don't want to, you know, say that one episode is not rated in my opinion versus my brothers versus everyone else. Now I know everyone says that these early seasons are the golden age and they're all amazing. And we have some tiffs with episodes here and there, but we are allowed to have our own opinions as you are allowed to have your own opinions. Um, And hopefully you are not one of the uh, people out there who completely bash and demolish seasons 15 through 32 because i have seen all of those seasons and i think some of those episodes are fantastic and will be rated highly even if you do not feel like seasons 15 through 32 are horrible crappy episodes so hopefully if you are listening to us and you do listen to us through our entire run um and you disagree with some of our ratings on future episodes hopefully you do not take offense to that like I said, yeah. reach reach we, out. We just kind of tr- kind of. I mean, reach out. I mean, you gave us. a I was going to say, you know, yeah. we just try to keep it light. Yep. I mean, you you did rate us a one star, which once again, that's your opinion. Do I think that is uh, unquestionably unfair for us? Absolutely, because I think 
uh, our us and our listeners keep listening because they love what we we talk about. So uh, I just wanted to go over that with you and our listeners and uh, feel free to reach out in the future. So uh, let's move on and we will start our episode. Uh, season four, episode nine, Mr. Plow. What's that's that my, name? That's that name again is Mr. Plow. Uh, the air date, November 19th, 1992. So we're almost to 93, folks. We're getting yep. there. We're almost there. And we're almost halfway, and we're almost halfway done with the uh, season four. Holy crap, man. This seems to be flowing so smoothly. This is awesome. I like it. Yes. Um, or not. I mean, I like dwelling <laughs> on the past of The Simpsons. So maybe, it, maybe it's not as good that it feels like we're flowing right along, but... These yep. are also some amazing Simpson episodes we're getting to, so it's going to feel like we're we're trucking along, getting through all these amazing, amazing episodes. Yeah. So, the chalkboard gag this week, a burp is not an answer. Unless, <laughs> unless the question is, what sound do you make when your stomach is super full of air and the only way to release it is a noise <laughs> that goes through your mouth? Then, a burp is an answer. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey, uh, what's this what's this episode about? Right. This episode is about Homer and Barney becoming competitors in the snow plowing business. Ooh. I know. Ooh. Some have you ever have you ever had a business with a friend that you were, were competitors? Not really. No. Not really. I mean, I guess our other Simpsons podcast could be competitors, but I don't think that we're necessarily true. friends. Yet. That's true. Yet. So, we want to be friends. We do want to be friends with all our Simpsons podcast competitors. And then we're going to compete against you brutally and shoot out your tires, <laughs> which I don't think your podcast has tires, <laughs> but we'll try anyway. Uh, but yes, burp is not an answer is the chalkboard gag. I, I, I like my remark. I mean, maybe Bart was answering in the form of a sound. As, <laughs> or maybe, you know, Mrs. Krabappel asked a question and he didn't know. So he just burped. Yeah. Which is really funny. I think that's yes. awesome. Mrs. Kerbopple, come on. Let Bart slide on a few of these. Come on. <laughs> all right. So the couch gag. All living, uh, all the living room furniture is gone. But there's a tiny wooden chair in its place. So did the guys come back and steal all the furniture again? But they felt bad this time. And so they decided to leave a uh, chair for everyone to sit on. I mean, that seems uncomfortable yes. and devious. So yeah, yeah, I'll take. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Let's go with that. Yeah. So our episode starts on a television show called Carnival of the Stars, which is a parody of Circus of the Stars, which was a show on CBS where celebrities perform circus like acts. Did you get a did you get a year on that? I mean, I feel like it's like it might be an older show because, you know, Simpsons older reference. Yeah, but, uh, I'm assuming it was the mid 90s. Well, this is early '90s, so they would it wouldn't have existed. Oh, late. Yet. I mean, mid '80s. Why did I say mid '90s? I don't know. But we got we got Troy McClure live from Hawaii's beautiful Molokai Island. We're not just for lepers anymore. It's <laughs> Carnival of the Stars. I'm your host, Troy McClure. You may remember me from such films as The Erotic Adventures of Hercules and Dial M for Murderousness. Tonight, uh, we'll see Angela Lansbury walk on hot coals. Excitement, she wrote. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So, uh, Circus of the Stars uh, started in 1984. All right. So, you're kind of right. Mid-80s. 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 Okay. So, not as late of a pull. I've never heard of it. Must have been canceled before before our time. Well, no, no. The final uh, final episode they did was 1994. I'm sorry. The original release was 1977. Oh, wow. So, they did 19 episodes between 77 and 94. So, it was like one of those special episodes oh, so like once did. a summer type of deal yeah okay so um and as as in the quote uh hawaii's molokai island um it is a real hawaiian island it is the fifth largest island and when troy mcclure says it's not for lepers anymore it actually used to be a leper colony oh wow Send all the so, lepers to Hawaii. That's not, I mean, it's a good vacation, right? I mean, you have leprosy, yeah. but it's a good vacation. <laughs> so uh, I, I really like this uh, the setup here with Troy McClure. They really they really put in the work. They did. The Simpsons Raiders. Yep. I really like it. Um, and then uh, The Erotic Adventures of Hercules was a video that Homer watched in the episode Selma's Choice. Yep. Yep. That was That was really good. That was a good pull. Yeah, it was also a good pull. And then, obviously, Angela Lansbury was the actress in Murder, She Wrote. Because, you know, Troy McClure says, Excitement, She Wrote. Yep. So, God, really, really grade A stuff to start this episode. I really like it. Yep. Um, And we find out that Homer is at Moe's watching Carnival of the Stars. And he goes, I can't believe somebody would walk on hot coals. Um, <laughs> And he's like, because, you know, for like, because it's it would hurt and it probably isn't fun and homer's like sees mo trying to throw the uh egg brine jar away where he has <laughs> his pickled eggs. Eggs. Mo, don't throw that away and he drinks it oh it's so gross why i don't know i mean i get why they did it because of the whole irony thing of watching angela lanesbury step on coals yeah. by the way walking on hot coals is not as dangerous as it sounds nope it, you have to move at a certain speed and pace Yes. And it's a mind over matter, really. I mean, it's basically by the time, if you keep up a certain pace, the receptors in your foot don't recognize pain fast enough to reach your brain saying that you're hot. So it's basically mind over matter. That's kind of like walking on. It's like walking on broken glass. You can do it as long as you walk in a certain way. And as Steve said, walk in a certain quickness. Yep. So. Um, then we cut back to Carnival of the Stars where they're talking to Krusty and he, uh, says, uh, he's got a movie coming out and he's going to have Jimmy Smiths play him. And for those who don't know who Jimmy Smiths is, I didn't realize who he was. You didn't he know was Jimmy McKell- S- Oh, you just. I, I didn't know the actor's name. Oh, right, But right. he, I didn't, uh, like, once I saw what he, what he, who he was and what he played in, he is Miguel Prado in the TV series Dexter. Yep. And better known as Bail Organa in the Star Wars prequels trilogy and in Rogue One. Yep. No, it's, so, uh, I love Jimmy Smith. He's a great actor. Yeah, he's fantastic. I don't know if they're going to get him to play Krusty the Clown, but I'd actually kind of want to see that movie now. Yeah, right. <laughs> I want to see that movie. Um, and so Krusty is on Carnival of the Stars as a lion tamer, but uh, he's not really good at it, and the uh, lions attack Krusty. Yep. I don't know how he made it out alive, but he did. They capped the lion's teeth with, you know... Although that does that does remind me, there is a, a video going around a couple months back. There is a woman at a petting zoo or like a zoo-like in, 
structure and she was an alligator handler and she got her hand caught by the alligator and the alligator like wrestled her and she was saved by a parent. Yeah. Crazy video. Crazy video. So, uh, and then we cut back after Krusty gets mauled by the lions. We cut back to the Simpsons household where Bart and Lisa are watching and uh, he's like, oh, let's change the channel. They're going to be chewing on Krusty yeah, for a while. Yeah, chewing on him for a while. <laughs> for a while. <laughs> Dude, awesome. No, no regard, no regard for his hero. Really? Nope. Man. Well, it's kind of like it's kind of like when sometimes I watch football or baseball or any oh. sporting event. I'm like, oh, they're losing. I'll just watch something else for now. I'll change back. <laughs> They'll probably still be losing. Yeah. So uh, Bart changes to the Spanish changel and we get Bumblebee Man, who's getting chased around his tiny house by a police officer yep. with a swatter. With a swatter. Big ass swatter. Yes. Well, he's a big ass Bumblebee. Yes. <laughs> Dios mio, el policia. Yeah. <laughs> or la policia. I used to take Spanish. I should know that. Um. So, you know, Marge is at home and... Uh, she calls she calls Moe's bar and she asks for Homer and she tells Homer to come home because it's snowing real bad. Now did was it not snowing when Homer got there? It must not have been. It must be one of those he maybe I mean, Homer I doubt checks the weather. But it might have been one of those things where you go out and do something and you're in a dank bar, there's not a lot of windows, or the windows are crusted yeah. over, so you really can't see outside. And, or, you know, how like sometimes like, uh, I mean, it's more rain, I guess I maybe in the snow cause we're in the Midwest, but you go to like a movie, yeah. you go to a movie, two oh, hour yeah. movie and it's perfectly fine out. And then you leave the movie theater and it's snowing or raining. You're like, oh, yeah. where, where did all that come from? Or you go in the theater when it's, while it's raining, come out it's sunny as heck. Yep. Or that. And you know what, you know what? It's snow picnic. <laughs> Let's continue on. <laughs> It's, it's, it's snow picnic that Homer is dealing with uh, all this snow. Um, so, God. you know, Homer makes it home. You know, he's driving home. I love the windshield. Like, it's yeah. almost like the March thing when she had to wipe the window. Kind of remember a few oh, episodes yeah. Homer the Heretic where she's yep. driving through the snow and it just covers up. Well, I, dude, I've been in those snowstorms. They're they're horrendous. Uh, and yeah. Homer pulls into the garage and rear ends a car and he gets out. He's like, I at least I got him <laughs> as good as he got me. And uh, he realizes it's Marge's car. Yeah. Which is. Well, I love the fact, too, that he got out of the car and the airbag deploys. And he's like, don't. And then I don't know if you notice this, but when Homer hit Marge's car and he, you know, went forward. Yeah. His head dents his steering wheel. I, I missed that. Just well, that would make sense. No, no. I don't, I've seen a few, you know, head end collision car wrecks. I mean, well, I guess the airbag would deploy, so I guess that would kind of save your steering wheel. But I almost, yeah. I don't think it's possible because it's hard plastic. I don't know if uh, you could really dent a, a steering wheel with your head and, one, not have a concussion, and two, yeah. you know, actually bend it in. Um, yeah. So I didn't catch this. You caught this. That the uh, towing car company was from the Repo Depot. Yes, which, it was. Which this, the, I don't know if this is the First, was the Repo Depot in when all of, uh, remember when Bart was born and they repoed all the stuff that Homer bought when he got his uh, new job? Was that, I don't I, know if we saw that in that episode. I don't remember if that was the Repo Depot. But I know the Repo Depot appears again when the Simpsons get, uh, La- uh, not Lassie, what was the dog's name? Laddie? Laddie. Laddie? And uh, the Repo Depot comes and collects all that stuff. But that's the co- yeah. car towing company that comes and hauls away. 
Homer's car. And uh, I I love how we see that Homer's car is halfway up Marge's ass's car. Um, So, so how is that? Like, I'm no, I'm no physicist, but um, I can't believe Homer would be going faster than 20 miles an hour in a snowstorm. And I can't, and Marge drives a station wagon. Yeah. How is it when you're pulling into a driveway completely full of snow that hasn't been plowed? Yeah. You're not real. I, dude, I bet. Dude, I've tried getting up my driveway with like three, four inches of snow. My car usually stops halfway up the thing because I have no well, traction no, but anymore. Now, here's the thing. Their their driveway is like flat. Yeah. And okay, even if there's three to four inches, but he's going to go really slow. Oh, yeah. Now, granted, it's Homer. He's dumb. So maybe he's doing like 10 miles an hour into the driveway. But there is no physical way that his tiny little four-door sedan car is going to smash up half of Marge's station wagon. Yep. I know they did it for the imagery, because it's hilarious, don't get me wrong, it's funny, but realistically, it's it's that's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Now, if a, now a semi, yeah, that'll do that. Yep. But, uh... And so, after that, we get uh, the Total Disaster Insurance, which is the same uh, insurance company when Homer's uh, house got on fire during Homer the Heretic. Nope. And uh, the man from the insurance company needs oh, to know so... what kind of establishment Moses. And so he's careful not to suggest he was, you know, drinking. And yep. Homer, you know, tell, tells him, it's a pornography store. <laughs> I was buying pornography. <laughs> Which, hey, that's real. Really, aside from a strip club, that's about the closest Ooh. thing that's open overnight, you know, in, in most cities. And <laughs> like a Homer's where he's like, I never would have thought of that. So how did Homer think of that? <laughs> if his brain didn't think of it. Yeah, that was oh pretty funny. Um, I did read somewhere that in, I think it was the UK, they actually cut the line where he said he goes to a pornography store. Yeah, I, I mean, a lot of things have to get edited for certain countries because, yeah. you know. But uh, so Homer has to hitchhike. To um, was that work or was that to actually get no, a new car? No, I think it, I think it was to get a new car. Yep. Okay. So he him hitchhikers on a farmer's uh thing and he has to sit in the back because he can't trust uh, his pig Zeke with the watermelons. Can't trust a pig <laughs> with watermelons. And we cut back to Homer literally gouging on watermelons, which you know just oh, just God. to let you guys know because I know kids these days like to see things on TV and then do it because yeah they're crazy. Don't eat a watermelon, uh, what's that, shell or... The rind? The rind. Don't eat that. It'll make you really sick, and it's really hard to chew through, so I don't know if Homer's big-ass teeth, I guess, could chew through watermelon brine. But I know pigs can. Maybe that was more the the joke, because pigs can... Their jaws are super strong, and they can chew through. They can eat... yeah, they can eat human bones. Exactly. So So pigs, yes, could eat through uh, rind, but... Humans cannot, so do not uh, attempt this at home. Was and, that the same uh, Zeke uh, in the the Lurleen episode? Because was wasn't there a pig? Was that the name of the yeah, pig? Yeah, I think that was yeah another another flashback, I guess. So so is that the same pig? I think so. Is it a different yeah. pig? No, I think it's the same pig. Okay. Um, and so Homer—that's a wi- famous pig. It is. So Homer <laughs> winds up at Crazy Black Clav's place of automobiles, because. Um, <laughs> Homer needs a cheap car. He has no money. Yeah. He has no money. He's got to get a cheap car. And yeah. so he gets the car from a country that no longer exists. 
It runs on kerosene. Well, he didn't buy the car. He was test driving. Test driving it. it. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's from a country that no longer exists. It runs on kerosene. And he needs to put it in H. <laughs> what does uh, the H stand for? Well, it's Highway? in Russian. No, it's in Russian. So it's like a Russian letter. Oh, H. And he's trying to put, you know, he's got to push it to get it started because it was a manual. And Homer's all crammed up. The, it's like a smart car. Like a like a nowadays smart car. Yeah. yeah. That was that was hilarious. Homer. And that's another another new meme. Like we're seeing a lot of. Really? Yeah. I don't know if you've seen it much, but yeah, that, they're, they're using that using that clip for memes now. Um, okay. But yeah. Don't buy a car that runs on kerosene either. I don't know if. Yeah. I doubt they do, but I'm nursing in Russia. Cars used to run on kerosene. So they Maybe. decide. So they decide to go instead to a sort of legitimate place. Uh, Springfield Auto Show. Uh, we salute the American worker. Now sixty-one percent drug-free. <laughs> I, I guess well, that, I that, think that number might be going up now that uh, weed is now legal in. You mean down? Of, what do you mean when it go down? Well, no, it go the number up. go down because more no, people. No drug-free. Yeah, the American worker are drug-free now. They're not drug-free because they're smoking so, weed all the time. So, won't the number be less, not more? Oh, right. Right. Yeah. Sorry. I was thinking the employees were not drug free, not the establishment. Right. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, that's definitely going to go down now. Yes. Um, so there's there's a lot of things we see there. There's a 1993 Aristocat. Uh, Aristocrat. Yes. Yeah, so Aristocats is a movie. <laughs> yes. Which is funny because this movie was released in 1992. But then again. I think a lot of cars are always so. Let's say this is November, the the yeah. next year's model. So right now we're seeing yes. commercials for 2022 cars. Yeah. So that's that they're seeing a 1993 aristocrat car that runs yes. on tap water. So it's a boat. <laughs> it's a boat. It's a car <laughs> that runs on water. Oh uh, God! I heard that. I'm like, I'm wondering if that's that that 70s show. That's where they got the reference was the Simpsons, or if it's something they no, they were just high. Up, they were just high. high. Yeah, high um, was high because the government is hiding it, man. Anyways, so uh, there's a uh, prize car that you can win. It looks like you just sign your name, and Homer goes up, and there's a nice like model there to show off the car. Because that's goes, what you see at car shows. Yeah, I don't know if you see them you now, see. but then in the 90s or early yeah. old, you always saw hot chicks uh, in front of cars. And so Homer asks the, the girl, oh, do you come with this car? Oh, you. Tee-hee. And, and then another guy comes up and signs and asks the same question. Goes, oh, you. <laughs> oh, God. So then we cut to, because to, it's a car show. They have Bonnie and Clyde's death car there. And Bart is in the driver's seat pretending to be a gangster and shooting people down. And Homer's like, Bart, that's Bonnie and Clyde's car. Show some respect. And he goes, fine. And he hits the dashboard and the glove compartment comes open and there's cash inside. Yep. And I think Bart took it. Yeah, he took some of the wads. Like, that's that's great. I love that. That's awesome. I don't I don't know why they put that in there, but it's fantastic. No, it so great. then... So then Lisa goes to the, goes to a booth for the fourth Reich Motors since 1946, and as we all know from our history, World War II ended in 1945, and Hitler's regime was the Third Reich. Yep. So that's the joke. I love it. I love history references. That's great. And so, so the guy is showing Lisa a video <laughs> of a crash test, 
And there's crash test dummies, as, you know, there are. I do like the driver gets impaled by, like, a pipe. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah. And so, so the car crashes, and all of a sudden, a crash test dummy gets out of the car, and Lisa's like, that doesn't look like a dummy, and the, the, the German guy's like, this exhibit is closed. Yep. Why would he be showing the the video if he knew it was just going to get, uh, well... Most people might not have noticed. Lisa's Lisa's pretty smart. She noticed. Yeah. Well, this is Springfield, so I mean, yeah, you know, people are dumb. So now we cut to the Krusty Brand hot dog car, which <laughs> obviously a reference to the Wiener Mobile, which is housed, I believe, uh, in Wisconsin. Yep. Yeah. There's a fleet of them. There's uh, it's yeah. just outside of Madison, and you drive by and you can see an entire fleet of uh, Wiener Mobiles. Yeah. Uh, fun fact: a Wiener Mobile crashed in her hometown. Nice. Into a house. Wienermobile yep. was here uh, a few weeks ago. I didn't get to see nice. it, unfortunately, but it was here a few uh, weeks ago. Um, and so, uh, and we see it, like, we see it as Homer's walking up to the 1960s Batmobile. Oh, yeah. Where where we see, may he rest in peace, Adam West, yep. voiced by Adam West. It's Batman! <laughs> Lisa goes, that's not the real Batman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is the real Batman. I love I love this so much because I feel like I feel like this is a reference to our lives. Yeah. Because Adam West is telling him, yes, he is Batman. And he's like, he shows him a picture of him and Robin, and Bart asks who Robin is. And he's like, Oh, you've seen the 90s versions with with uh Michelle Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, awesome. so I do I do like this. So as West is talking, we see the camera to begin to rotate. And this is a reference to Dutch angles on the 60s Batman show, which starred Adam West, where these angles were commonly used in scenes with the villains showing them as crooked. Yeah. Do you ever use Dutch angles uh, on the news? Um, just, just, just for fun? No, I think I used Dutch angles a little bit in high school for fun, but never for the news. Uh, There's no reason to. Yep. And, uh, yeah, you know, like you said, I mean, he's only familiar with the new movies. Um, He's like, there's only one true Catwoman, Julie Newmar, Lee uh, Lee Merriweather, or Eartha Kitt. And guess what? They all played Batwoman on yep. the show. Yeah, um, yeah. I know there's been discussions among like the older generation who watched the '60s Batman, arguing who the better Bat Bat Cat Bat Catwoman Catwoman is. Uh, I find it funny. Um, I personally well, it's kind of like, like Mich- us discussing who the best uh, Batman is. You know, between Michael well, Keaton, not, Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton, Christian, uh, Christian Bale, Michael Keaton. No, no, no. Come on. George Clooney, right? <laughs> George Clooney's the best Batman. Oh, because you like his bat nipples. Yes. Yeah, bat nipples. <laughs> although, although I'll, I, I have to say is how campy the, the Batman forever is. Val Kilmer wasn't awful. Val Kilmer no. wasn't, wasn't an awful Batman. No. Definitely not the best, but he wasn't wasn't no. awful. But you know, Adam, I'm I'm very I'm very sad that Adam West has passed away. Yep. Specifically because of the new Flash movie that's coming out, and they're doing uh, Flashpoint and multiverse and all yep. that stuff. That would have been, been great, great. to yeah. have an Adam West cameo as Batman. But we're getting Michael Keaton, so that's this is good. Yep, and was you know always says like, oh, you didn't need molded plastic to improve my physique. <laughs> but he was he was a thin guy. Like I mean, he, yeah, he was pretty he was, thin he in his really, heyday. He was really was. Um, and then Adam West starts doing the bat dance and the kids like start backing away slowly. And Homer's like, just back away, kids, just back away. No, Adam uh, West is awesome. 
Um, uh, and so we get uh, the the plow. We get the the plow, and uh, it's from Katsu uh, Kamatsu Motors, which is the company that bought out Herb. So just yep. another another awesome uh, uh, throwback to uh, the uh, previous Simpson episode. Yeah. And you know Homer sees a snowplow and wonders you know what he could do with it, <laughs> and he gets a dream sequence, sequence with him and uh, Bush. And he's like, Homer, no, 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 it's Reagan. Are you sure? It looked like Bush. Uh, no, that was definitely Ronald Reagan. Was it? Maybe. I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, it kind of sure looked was... like Bush from the you know the Bush episode. Like, remember when Bush moves to town? It looked yeah. very. But similar. Bush wasn't. Well, I suppose it was the end of '92, so Clinton would have just been elected. Exactly. So I think it's Bush. I think it sounded uh, like Bush. Like I it... thought it was Reagan. Now, if you guys know out there, if you guys have an idea, but I'm gonna go Bush. Um, either way, he was a president, and he had to get through, uh, you know, the protesters. And we see some signs uh, that include, stop this crazy thing. <laughs> uh, pay me not to work. Forget the Alamo. Disgruntled officers, office seeker. Uh, yeah, which, yeah, we know what that means. Uh, yeah. Stop everything now. I dislike and and destroy all trees, which uh, environmental and stuff in the, the yeah. early 90s was huge. Um, but he needs to sneak out for, you know, valuable artwork, but he can't because of the protesters. So Homer plows through the protesters. <laughs> um, and uh, Homer, you know, doesn't think he should buy the plow without talking to Marge first. And the salesman makes whipping noises like that because Homer's whipped. Yeah. And so Homer buys the plow anyways. And so we get probably one of my, you know, favorite quotes from Homer. Uh, hey, if you're going to get mad at me every time I do something stupid, then I guess I'll just have to stop doing stupid things. <laughs> I, I should use this more. <laughs> you should use that more. See how that goes for you. Yeah. See, you, see you, know, you know, Shay, if you don't want me buying stupid pops all the time, then maybe I should stop doing stupid things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure that'll go over really well. Yeah. Really and well. That, and then Homer immediately turns and runs his face right into the door. Yeah. Oh my god! Didn't that hurt? No. Oh, <laughs> uh, so um, we, Mr. Plow is born. Yep. Uh, we get a we get a flyer with the the number, which is Klondike five three two two six. Do you or KL five three two two six? Yeah. Do you know the history of Klondike? I do not. Okay, because it, it's do just you weird. know it? No, I I now I feel like I should look it up, but I'm like yeah. like I get why it's Klondike. KL starts the word oh. Klondike. And I don't know if that was, well, or is that I a, wonder, a military I, term? That's or? what I was about to say. I it might be a military term. Okay. Um, thing I I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, I I don't I don't know why I would have flicked it up, but you know. So um, so the wind blows all of Homer's flyers away that he put on the cars, <laughs> and we see Barney out front of the store lullabies, where the S is a dollar sign, so it's a high-end baby store, Yep. and Barney is dressed as a baby, also handing out flyers. He's like, oh, well, flyers aren't going to do anything, see? And then he's like, 20% off at lullabies, and, like, nobody takes it, because, you know, Barney is a giant baby, and then I like how the, uh, you know, Barney's like, I can't catch a break. He's like, things can't get any worse. And a gust of wind blows off his diaper. And you see that he's butt ass naked <laughs> and he runs, he runs off. <laughs> he runs off of it. And so now we cut to church and uh, Reverend Lovejoy is like, Homer would like to read from. Yeah, he's the, like, the, he's yeah. like, and now to read from Epistles of St. Paul, Homer Simpson, dear Lord, in your infinite wisdom, 
You know the number to call when you need a plow is Klondike 53226. Homer, is this is really low. Not as low as my low, low prices. <laughs> <laughs> and the church has security? Yeah. I don't know like, why. I don't know why, but yeah, church has security. I mean, maybe to uh maybe to protect the reverend. Yeah. He's he's in <laughs> hot water right now with uh, the the Vatican. <laughs> So uh, then we uh, cut back, you know, after all that, uh, the Simpsons are home and Lisa pitches to Homer to buy uh, cheap commercial time on uh, channel 92, which I'm <laughs> assuming is like an infomercial channel. And we get uh, we get an ad for sea shanties from the sea captain. Yep. And I got a few of his songs. I didn't write them all Ooh. down, but I got a okay. few. So some some of the songs on Captain McAllister's uh, album include Blow the Man Down, which uh uh, that might be a little dirty. Uh, row, row, row your boat, and in the navy, yeah. which I don't think is a. I don't, so blow the man down. That's more of a you know that's a s- standard old timey sea shanty. So I don't think there's much copyright protection on that. Uh, row, yeah. row, row your boat. Uh, public domain. I'm assuming. Yeah. But in the navy, from <laughs> uh, um, why can't I think of the name? I don't know. I can't think of it either. The the guys that did YMCA, the wow, I'm blanking. Who's the artist? Come on. Oh, um, uh, not not men with hats. That's a, no. That's a, why can't I think of the 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 band that did YMCA and in the Navy and all those songs? Because we're old and we can't think. Oh my God, that is going to destroy me. Okay, guys. Village uh, people. Village people. There we go. That one. That one is copyrighted. So I'm assuming yes. Captain McAllister might get in trouble for that one. Not unless it's a cover. Andy got I permission. Feel like... Andy got permission. No. Oh yeah, I suppose. Oh, I don't know how the laws uh, are with cover songs. Covers. I feel cover... like you have to get permission because it's their lyrics and and you know stuff like that. Yeah. So uh, is that the last one? That's the last one. Yeah. Okay, so now we, uh, you know, so they make the ad, and Homer keeps the family up to watch the ad they made, and Bart, Bart's like, Dad, it's 3.17 in the morning, who is watching TV this late? And Homer says, alcoholics, the unemployable, and angry loners, which I like to joke, so working in news and Sunday night, especially with Sunday night football, I tend to go on a little bit later, I'm like, Nobody's watching this late except for drunk people. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's true. People like or insomniacs. You could probably throw them up there. Well, once again, kids, I don't know if you remember this, but way back in the day before there was cable <laughs> TV and a ton of channels, TVs actually turned off and went to the snow channel at like, you know, 2 a.m. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. So uh, so that I love this meta joke where, uh, you know, the ad comes on and uh I believe it's, yeah, Homer goes, it may be a lousy channel, but the Simpsons are on TV. <laughs> That's great. Fantastic. Oh, uh, I, is that their first poke at Fox? Like, is that? No, I don't think they poked it at Fox because it was channel 92. I think it was more of just a meta joke that no, they were the, on no, TV. No, because, no, he's saying uh, it might be a lousy channel, but the Simpsons are on TV. They're, they're saying that the lousy channel is Fox. I don't think they I think are. they're poking fun at Fox. Because I know I, they do in the future. Because I know they do in the future. Like they, they well, the future, them. but I don't think they were doing it here. No? I know I've read a couple places where, like, 
people are like, oh, Homer kind of broke the fourth wall. But if you're watching the the scene, he's looking at the TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not I, our TV, their TV. I still think they're poking fun at Fox, calling it a lousy channel. I mean, don't get me wrong, it is a lousy channel. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, so we get the ad, and, uh, you know, Homer is, or, like, the Simpsons like, oh, we're plowed in, and, oh, no, old man winner, which is played by Abe Simpson. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so... Uh, then they're like, uh, Homer comes in. He's like, get out of here, old man winner. And we, I love how like Abe is like, okay. And he leaves. But then like Homer is like talking to the family in the foreground. And you see Abe walking back. <laughs> I'm going in. in. I'm cold. <laughs> um, and then Homer asks, are you tired of getting your hands chopped off by snowblowers and the inevitable heart attack that follows? <laughs> <laughs> well, call Klondike 5, uh, 3226. And you get a free T-shirt. And Homer holds up the free T-shirt at the back of there's like Stockdale for Veep. That was awesome. <laughs> and so, uh, well, uh, John, uh, what was it? He's uh, John Shoe Driveway. Yeah, he's like, well, John Shoe Driveway has our number. Now we play the waiting game. Greatest joke. I'm sorry. This is the greatest joke in all of Simpsons. I use this almost on a daily basis. <laughs> it's like, ah, the waiting game sucks. Let's play Hungry Hungry Hippos. And, fun fact, Hungry Hungry Hippos was introduced in 1978. For people that like to eat balls. I mean, that want to press the hippo down so they can eat the balls. Yes. Um, and so, uh, Homer, you know, now we, uh, Homer's finally getting business. People are calling yes. him. And so he clears the snow in front of the <laughs> Quiggy Mart. And it's like, <laughs> you know, Snake and another man, you know, come in to rob it. He's like, yeah. Um, and, okay, maybe you saw was were they wearing plastic bags i think there was like the ni- the, the, the nylon pantyhose the nylon pantyhose because it had a weird knot at the top i don't know if i yeah heard. it was just really odd like it's not odd... a bag it's like it's the the nylon crap that robert like robbers use to, okay. to like cover their face also if you didn't notice snake's tattoo is not colored in it is just an outline yep which is another weird probably not i wouldn't i mean animation area but i think they were more yeah. focused on just the the general facade of them robbing the quickie mart versus you know attention yeah. to detail and so uh homer now clears the snow in front of the retirement home and april <laughs> claims that they are free and they can go anywhere they want yeah let's go inside i'm cold and frightened <laughs> that was great oh, that's um, fantastic and then so now we cut to the school where we assume snow day, but yes. uh, Martin falls in because wa- he's walking to school. He's like, I'm not missing school. And Skinner's yep. like, well, classes are going to be canceled. And then Homer, you know, plows the parking lot of the school and the bus pulls in. And I think he was pulling the bus. Oh, was he? I don't I know. It was really weird behind him. It, it felt like so watching that scene, because it felt like the, the vehicles were moving at the same pace, but it's very possible that like. Otto was following behind at the exact same pace that Homer was. Maybe. To me, I, I felt like Homer was pulling the school bus because it is a snow day, but it's also possible a school bus is big enough that Otto is just driving it. Yeah. So uh, now we get a no. movie moment. And so after yep. Homer averts the possible snow day by plowing a path for the Springfield Elementary School bus, Bart is ambushed and riddled with snowballs, just like Sonny Corleone in The Godfather with bullets. That's a great... Yeah, it's a great, uh, I like that moment. That's yeah, a great, that's that was a great a good, movie moment. That was a good pull. Good movie moment. Yep. And so now Homer gets the key to the city. But why? 
because he's a hero. He plowed like but is, like okay. Now we but is he know. a hero? Well, is he okay. a hero we to the all... kids? To the kids, he's the villain in this yeah, story. So okay, what's funny about this is we all know that it snows in Springfield, like we do. Yes. With this, the Springfield has winters. Who the hell was plowing the streets before Homer? Maybe they had a city plow. And they went out and of business or the city They just... went under because they don't collect taxes? I don't or know. the guy's like, screw this, I'm gone. I just thought that was hilarious. Like, yeah. I was like, because normally the city, okay, so schools, post office, garbage, that's, you know, that's, that's all city. That's all city. So usually the city plows all that. And then independent contractors like Homer would do driveways, businesses, stuff like that. So Which we just, saw him doing outside of the school one. Well, exactly. So I, I, I just was wondering, I'm like, okay, so who plows the city? Are there city? I don't know. It it just seems really weird that Homer all of a sudden yeah. would be getting a medal because Mayor Quimby would be like, well, I'll have our city plows plow everything. And it's not like so, Springfield's a big city. Or, or because, you know, it's Mayor Quimby. He's not really on the up and up. Maybe it's because, you know, he was able to get rid of the city plows and save some money <laughs> because Homer was doing all the work. Yeah. Hey, He's like, you know what? Let's you, reward Homer yep. for saving me some money. And so now we get cut to Moe's and Moe is giving Homer a free beer for, you know, plowing the city. Once again, man, I love, I love the cutback <laughs> to, well, it was season, was it season one where yeah. Mo, where that quote came from, where, you know, where yeah. Moe doesn't give away free alcohol? Yeah. And so now, like literally all the time, Moe's doing nothing but giving <laughs> away free drinks. And now, like, to be fair, to be fair, in this instance, though... Homer probably plowed, uh, you know, plowed so people could get into Moe's and Moe could get, like, business, even though nobody goes to Moe's to drink. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, Barney Barney wishes he could be a hero. And then Homer motivates Barney and Barney <laughs> runs outside. You'd be the best baby you could be. And then he runs outside straight into his trash can. I do like the fact that Barney is still dressed as the baby. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's all. It's his job, though. Barney's getting paid yeah. to be a big baby. He's gonna, he's gonna stay in character. Yeah. And so now we cut to the Simpsons' bedroom, where uh, Marge is calling over <laughs> Homer all sexily, and they, they want to snuggle. And she's like, "Would you, would you mind wearing the Mister Plow jacket?" And now, I don't know if <laughs> this is where this is going, but when the writers, like, like when the yeah. writers came up with this episode. Were they using the sexual innuendo of Mr. Plow for this moment? Or was that more of a, or was that more of a, they came up with Mr. Plow. He's, you know, mowing, mowing stuff. And he's like, you know what? Let's put this in now because now this is a sexual innuendo. (laughs) Oh my God. I didn't even think about that until you just brought it up. Really? That never came across your mind? Now granted, I watched this episode. Oh, you don't have a dirty mind. I get it. Okay. Oh, oh, I do. I watched, here's the thing. I watched this episode at like 10 AM. So like a half an hour after I woke up. So my brain is not fully functioning a half hour after I woke up. Like, had I watched this in the middle of the day, I might have got the reference. Okay. Yeah. But no, like when, when she's like, come on, Mr. Plow. Oh my God. Yep. And so I, uh, you didn't get that, man. That's great. I love it. Uh, uh, and so Homer wakes up the next, well, he's got to be good at something, right? 
as yeah. we learn at the very end of this episode. Yeah. Um, yes. So Homer wakes up uh, the next day to see everything has been plowed. And, and uh, what happened, Robert? What happened? I don't know. The, the snow fairy came. Oh, okay. It was the snow fairy. No, so we uh, cut outside and uh, we see a, uh, a big plow truck with the, wor- the, the pl- words plow king on the side. It's plowing everything and it pulls up to the Simpsons house, rolls down the window, and whose head pops out? It's Lenny. No. Oh, no, it's Barney. It's Barney. No, apparently uh, Lenny was the first choice to be Mr. Plow, but it didn't make sense with the story. Yeah. Clearly it didn't make sense. Um, so Barney is the Plow King, and this is now the second time that someone has stole Homer's idea. The first being the Flaming Homer. Yep. So, uh, Homer needs to just keep his ideas to himself. Yeah. Although I don't know how Unless it's the car of the Homer. Then he could tell everyone. Yeah, right? So, uh, Barney's like, oh, it's, you know, it's healthy to have a little competition. And then he takes out a gun (laughs) and shoots Homer's back tires, which, by the way... Barney could go to jail for because that is considered espionage. Yeah, but do you really think the cops in Springfield are going to do anything? No, but it uh, but it is definitely illegal what Barney did. Yeah. So now, so now Barney has his own commercial, and we see a cardboard cutout of Homer and his Mister Plow attire, and Barney beats the crap out of it, <laughs> and uh, and uh, Linda Ronstadt appears in the commercial, voiced by Linda Ronstadt. Yep. Yeah, it was and, really, really good. Couple, yeah, and, couple, uh, couple uh, celebrities voice being themselves, and uh, Linda's like, "Hey, save some for me, Mister uh, Plow King," and she beats the cardboard cutout too. Yeah, and so uh, Homer is shocked by the commercial, and he asks Barney how he could do that to him after all he has done for Barney, and we get a flashback, and Barney is studying for the SATs. And it's revealed that Barney uh, was a Harvard-bound genius, and Homer comes in, and he's like, hey, Barney, have a beer with me. And so Barney's like, no, 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 I'm studying. And he's like, all right, just one. And, like, he drinks it, and his face gets, like, that drunk look. And he's like, wow, where have you been, Alma? Like, his voice changes. He completely changes his demeanor. And, uh, however, and we'll get to this, this is a five seasons away uh in lisa Sachs, we learned that barney started drinking at a really young age um we'll get into that a little bit later when we get to that episode we'll put a pin in it here um but in that episode barney promised homer that he wouldn't drink so maybe he kept his promise up until this flashback and then started drinking again yeah i got two words for you mellow out man (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's fantastic. I love those jokes so much. It's like, I got two words. Go screw yourself. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so then uh, Homer, you know, goes to, to plow Adam West driveway, but he's late. Adam West called him like, what was it? Like 30 minutes. Yeah. And uh, I do like the fact that he, uh, before he goes over to uh, Adam, he yep, goes over at, to Flanders. Yep. He's at so, Flanders. And Bar- so Barney drives away from the Flanders house, having just plowed their driveway. And Flanders like, thanks, plow uh, king of Lading. And then Homer <laughs> pulls up. Uh, Flanders, I thought I was your plow man. Uh, you know, Homer, I think the uh, other fella didn't do such a good job. Why don't you plow it again? 
<laughs> Forget it, pal, as he uh, grabs the cash. I don't need no. your phony baloney job. I'll take your money, but I'm not going to plow your driveway. <laughs> Such a Homer thing to do. Yep. So then he goes over to Adam West's uh, apartment, apparently, that West lives in. And uh, Barney, you know, is driving away. He goes, he's like, thanks for everything, Superman. Or no, I'll keep your identity secret, Superman. <laughs> uh, wrong superhero, Barney. Wrong well, superhero. He's drunk. He doesn't know. Uh, and we learned that West actually drives the Batmobile. Then it has a start, like a, a like a button to Push start button the start. engine. Well, yeah. yeah. Which I don't think has been invented yet. No, no. I think the first one was like, like within the last 20 years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's pretty recent. But I feel like the Batmobile should have a push button start because, you know, it's a Batmobile. Yeah. So, and I love how it like, you know, like, you know, with older cars, when you start it up, like it like sputters a little bit and takes yeah. a while and there's uh, the Batmobile. Well, I mean, it's from the 60s. It's a 30 year old car. Yep. So now we cut back to the Simpsons house and I had to pause this because it's really quick. But there is an envelope next to the phone that reads "Miss Payment Third Notice Kamatsu." Oh, because 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 the snowplow. He's yep. he's, he, he's down, renting it from them, or not renting it, but uh, leasing it. What, what do you would you down call payments? That? Down payments. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, um, like a mortgage type deal. Yeah, yeah. So um, so Lisa mentions to Homer that he should just make another commercial, and Homer's like, "That's not a bad idea," and he starts to rap. And the cat, like, screams and runs away, and Lisa and Parter are just embarrassed. They're in their own living room. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that was embarrassing. That was very cringe of Homer. Yeah, parents shouldn't rap. Nope. Nope. No, they should not. Nope. And so then uh, Homer decides to go to uh, McMahon and Tate Advertising. Yep. And uh, for some reason, the guy has a Rubik's Cube on his desk, because, I mean, why not? You should, like, I have my, uh, ooh, fun fact, guys. I bought a uh, a a drinking bird. I bought a drinking uh, bird, yes. and he is yes. awesome, and he is the best. So I would have I would have uh, something like that on my desk. Yes. So, um. And so the agent uh invented the radio ad where two people talk back and forth, annoyingly. Yes. And Homer punches him. <laughs> He's and like, he's like, yeah, that's not the first time. Now, do you know what he's talking about? I, I was trying to think I, of the radio ads that were like, the only thing I could come up with, like, I I didn't, re- I knew he said radio, but I didn't realize he said radio at first. I thought it was like those stupid, uh, I, the iPod commercials where he's like, oh. where the two annoying people talking back and forth. That's what, like the first thing that came to my mind. I'm like, well, that's not radio. That's TV. Now here's, now here's the problem with, with this reference is um the only radio I really listened to is when we were in the car with our parents. Yeah. And even then I wasn't really listening. So this is a little bit over my head. Okay. You know, so you don't know about that radio ad. I thought no. maybe in your communications degree classes, you went over like radio ads or something. We talked about commercials, but I don't think anything specific ever really came up a oh. lot. Okay. Uh, so we get the avant-garde Mr. Plow commercial. <laughs> which not even Homer was sure whether or not was promoting his business. Um, and yep. this fake commercial was based on a Russian perfume. Don't even. Quasi. The commercial uh, the writers saw and the yep. producers parried the commercial without permission. 
Uh, however, due to the troubles with international relations between the U.S. and <laughs> Russia, as of 2009, the producers of the perfume commercial still have been unsuccessful in seeking litigation against the Simpsons. That's so, hilarious. So, so go the Simpsons for winning that <laughs> now, battle. Now, well, but here's the other thing, too. With uh, with United States laws, this would be considered a parody. And yeah. under and under the law, a parody is not uh, infringing on a copyright. Yeah. So now, and granted, in Russia, their laws are probably different, but I'm pretty sure they have no legal standing whatsoever yeah. to to sue the Simpsons. But I, I do love the ad because it's like some some woman holding a snow globe and then like she shatters it and it's just like, what do they say at the end? It's like Mr. Plow or something. Yeah. Like, and, and I love like none of them. Like, I'm like, I was like, uh, what? <laughs> well, remember, remember, like when we used to watch like the Super Bowl commercials and some Super yeah. Bowl commercials are they they're oh, exactly yeah. what it's for. And then some yeah. Super Bowl commercials, you're like watching this and you're like, you're literally waiting for the end of the commercial to be like, what is it for? And it's like for a toothpaste or something random. Yeah. <laughs> oh, That's kind of where my mind went when I saw the commercial. I'm like, it's kind of like those Super Bowl commercials where you really don't know what the commercial is about until like the very end. Yeah. Um, and so now on the steps of City Hall again, a ceremony to take the key of the city <laughs> away from Homer and bestow it on Barney <laughs> is being held. And Quimby is like, the torch has been passed to a new generation of uh, snowplow people. <laughs> Come on, give me that key. And then Quimby has to wrestle the key away from from Homer. <laughs> and he sees small little dents in it. And Quimby's like, these look like teeth marks. I thought it was chocolate inside. <laughs> well, why was it wrapped in foil? It was never wrapped in foil. <laughs> I love it. Oh my God, I love Homer. That's pretty good. Oh, so good. I, like it. I do have to say, though... You know, first of all, Homer should have never gotten the key to the city. I know it was all leading to this joke, and I'm I'm all here for it. But why does Barney get the the plow the the key now? They're both plowing. Yeah, I mean, okay. So do you know? I don't. I don't think I've ever been to a keys giving ceremony. No, nope. I've never. You know what I mean? Like I've never been to anything yeah. like that. And I was wondering, can you give out multiple keys to the city, or does it have to be passed? Like, is is a torch? I like, think. I feel like you can give multiple keys to That's the city. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Because I feel like I feel like I've heard stories of like people getting keys to, to a city and then in the same city another person getting a key. I think it's multiple keys. Okay, because I know Kevin Smith got the key to the Red Bank one year, which yeah. is kinda cool. So yeah, I feel like it's could be a multiple thing. You don't have to pass the yeah. torch. No, it's it's an honor to get the key to the city. Yeah. Now maybe now like Usually, like, there's, I think they're usually, like, small, like, kind of metals, like, the size of a metal, yeah. not like a giant key. I could be wrong. Maybe some cities do that. I've never gotten a key to a city because I've never done anything hero-worthy. Yeah. So. And so, uh, so now we get uh, Arnie Pie in the sky is out in the chopper in a blizzard and uh, he's all <laughs> crackly and all of a sudden the feed goes away. I'm pretty sure Arnie is dead. Either that or just the, I mean, okay, so. No, 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 because they were flying a chopper, and he says, we're heading into a mountain, tell my <laughs> wife I love, and the thing cuts out. I'm pretty sure Arnie and that helicopter pilot are dead. No, but I was going to so ask you, I was going to ask you, you can lose feeds from helicopters. You I mean, can. Especially during storms. 
I mean, honestly, I'm surprised they got a feed in the first place. <laughs> you wouldn't, and, and, and it was and a bad, a, it was is, a bad feed though. And, and to be fair, well, not to be fair, but to be unfair, the TV station should have never sent him into the, into a helicopter in a blizzard. <laughs> yeah. And so now don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Like we had a blizzard a couple of years ago here up in green Bay in April and we sent people out to it yeah. in cars. Hey, they sent so, people out in hurricanes all the time. Maybe not helicopters, yeah. but they sent people out in hurricanes. Yeah. Um, and tornadoes and a lot of other <laughs> crazy things. Uh, yep. So so uh, Arnie was, you know, up at Widow's Peak. So Homer decides to yeah. call pretending to be a customer at the Forbidding Widow's Peak. And yep. Homer tells Barney that there's a $10,000 bill in it for him, which <laughs> has all the presidents on it having a party. And Jimmy Carter is passed out on the couch. <laughs> I mean, I might do it for that bill if it was real. Uh, uh, it's a fake bill. Oh, it is sad. That's that's sad. Well, Barney doesn't know that because Barney's an idiot. Yep. And so we get uh, Barney sitting in the hot tub with Linda Ronstadt. Apparently, they're friends now, and yep. uh, she wants to record a Spanish version of the plow jingle for her next album. Which? Why would you need a commercial for an album? Yeah. Well, I mean, the Simpsons have two albums. Right, I guess. And maybe she's just running out of ideas. She's like, you know what? I yeah. wrote a really good jingle. I'm going to turn I, that into a to a song for an album. And the reason I believe this joke is in there is because at the time of this episode, she was in the midst of recording a series of Spanish language albums. Oh, okay. So that's probably why they did it in this episode. Yep. And like you mentioned, her the commercial she was wearing was a mariachi uh, yes. uh, band guy's outfit um, during yep. Barney's commercial, which was kind of cool. Yep. It was a cool pull. Yep. So, uh, so you know, he sa- so he sends Barney up to Widow's Peak. And uh, because of that, Homer's able to take Barney's business. And I love, I love the, he goes to this one woman's house and she's like, Try not to scrape the asphalt. And as he's walking away, he mumbles, telling her, kiss my asphalt. That's a good joke. I like that Uh, line. So now we cut to another uh, new special where Kent Brockman is reporting on Barney's accident, which I don't know how they knew about that because it's, I mean, unless they, unless Arnie didn't die and they were able to send him back up there. See, Arnie didn't die Uh, and saw Mr. (laughs) The Plow King crash. And um, so in this report, uh, Kent Brockman's attire, which includes the glasses, the camera angles, and facial expressions, are a reference to Walter Cronkite's reporting of the JFK shooting. I love Walter Cronkite. God, there's so many references in this episode. I know, it's crazy. And so, you know, know, Barney's up on Widow's Peak. He gets out because he doesn't see a house. He burps, and he causes an avalanche, which is the accident. Yep. Oh, no, it was, no, 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 it wasn't Arnie that caught it. It was people that were out shooting a new episode of Catching Bigfoot. Oh, that's right. stop rolling. Because the dude was wearing a watch. <laughs> yes, that's what it was. So Arnie is still dead in my eyes. Oh, okay. Um, and so they caught the accident on camera. And so Homer is like, man, I got to go save Barney. And in this, so in this scene, there is an, an I don't know if it's an animation error or what? So they go to the base of Widow's Peak, and as Marge is telling Homer to be careful, yeah. And the wide shot, Maggie's coat is blue. 
after Homer says the plow is as sure-footed as a mountain goat, we see a we want we zoom out to a mountain goat on top of the mountain, and it tumbles down the hill. Oh, that's awesome! Which it's great, and they cut back to to them, and Maggie's coat is now orange. Which, yeah, I'm gonna guess animation error, but yeah, in in all future episodes, Maggie's, Maggie's coat is traditionally orange. Yeah. For winter, so, and, and she so maybe like the a, blue, and she's shaped like a star. Star, yeah. <laughs> now, interesting. So, is the blue the animation error then? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so now we get you know Homer. He's driving up the mountain. He sees a rickety bridge. He's like, "All right, I'll cross it." And him crossing the rickety bridge is a parody of the uh, from the movie Sorcerer, uh, the thriller from 1977 such a odd reference i don't even i don't even know what the movie is about nope they never even heard of it dude we are still in the realm of simpsons (laughs) and their random uh their random uh things references references that's the word uh so he crosses it and then he turns you know he looks he looks down a little ways there's this brand new nice shiny bridge that's just there yep <laughs> that homer does have how do you not see that bridge it's not snowing no because they're on a different road the bridge would be connected to a different road series of yeah. roads so uh now we get uh homer drive you know plowing his way up to barney and as he's driving, part of the cliff breaks off and his, his car leans. And you can see from Homer's uh, perspective. view that, you know, yeah. perspective, thank you, that, you know, he looks down and it's just nothing but a death drop. Yep. And uh, so to get back on the road, and uh, apparently this joke was written by Conan O'Brien. Um, he turns the radio dial towards, you know, towards the road to, you know, <laughs> to even his car out so he can continue to drive. I love Conan O'Brien. It's great. I love it. That's such a cartoon. Yep. Joke. Yep. I I love the so that's the one thing that I do appreciate about some of the not I would call unrealistic things about the Simpsons, yeah. but they're pulling from awesome references from Looney Tunes. Yeah, this is definitely like a Looney Tunes esque reference, and it's fantastic. So um, we get you know Barney under snow dying, and he's like, "Well, I guess I'll uh, I guess I'll go to the afterlife. I can be with my loved ones, like my dad and that plan I never watered." <laughs> so now I don't I don't remember. Oh, I've seen Barney's uh, apartment. I definitely could see how he no. killed, a, killed a plant. Well, that's not what I was getting at. I was getting at. Have we ever seen Barney's dad? Like well, in flashbacks to... or anything? Let's put a pin in it. Let's keep an eye on uh, flashback episodes with uh, Barney. So Barney's dad right now is dead. And then so Homer, you know, plows his way up to Barney. He saves Barney. And Barney's like, oh, you saved my life. We'll be partners. And Homer's like, when two best friends work together, not even God can stop them. And then we get the voice of God. Oh, no. And then he melts all the snow. And we get a a small scene where we get snowmen melting, which, oh, my God, this is a great reference. It's a reference to how the main villains died at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yep. Awesome. Oh, fantastic. Just amazing. Love just, it. Just amazing. Oh, so good. So now, you know, the snow is all melted and we go back to the old folks home. And Abe's <laughs> like, hey, we can go outside again now that the snow is melted. And then he's like looking around. Well, let's not. I don't like the looks of those teenagers. <laughs> so are yep. like the boys out like out front of the retirement home? Yep yep and so but are um, they teenagers i mean we they i don't know 
once again, yeah. we, we don't, don't know, know. We don't know the age of the bullies. Yeah. So now we cut back to the Simpsons house. Yep. And they're, and they're watching, watching the... they're watching Ken Brockman. And he's like, yes. could this uh, record breaking heat wave be the result of the <laughs> dreaded greenhouse effect? Well, if 70 degree days in the middle of winter are the price of car pollution, well, you'll forgive me if I keep my old Pontiac. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we all know Cap Rockman's Republican. And that's all we're going to say about that. Yep. Um, and so, you know, yeah, they don't they don't normally have a TV in their bedroom. Do no, they? it's honored. It's on Marge's like beauty stand. And it's literally the living room TV. So maybe they wanted to watch TV and Homer just carried it upstairs. I, I don't know. I they just, wanted to watch Well, Homer wanted to watch Ben and TV. I, yes, I know. But, <laughs> I, oh my God. But I have Is least, your brain broken? Did that I break know, your brain? It broke it. I don't know why they carried the TV up to the room. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. And then Homer was they can't afford, it. well, they, well, they can't afford uh, a TV for themselves because, you know, they're the Simpsons. So random. I, it just, so, so then Homer gets a phone call. And it's from the Repo Depot, and they're like, <laughs> "Yeah, we're just calling to distract you as we take your plow away." And he looks outside, and they, you know, they drive away. I'd like Homer's, to see you try. Try, do. Uh, so you know, Marge, you know, is gonna cheer up Homer, and she's like, "Homie, wear the jacket, Mister Plow. That's my name. That's my that name. name. That name again is Mister Plow. Oh my! Pardon God, me I'm... while I plow my wife." Oh God. Um, so yeah, I really, I really love this episode. Uh, references are fantastic. The jokes are, I didn't even get the Mr. Plow joke until Steve mentioned it. <laughs> it's fantastic. I'm very disappointed in myself. It's so good. Um, the greatest line of all time is in this, in this, uh, episode, uh, uh, the waiting game sucks. Let's play hungry, hungry hippos. I use that all the time, all the time. Uh, this episode, without a doubt, is a five. Everything's coming up, Millhouse. It's fantastic. I don't really think there's anything particularly egregiously wrong with this episode. Yeah, there's a couple of animation errors. Um, I, I don't even know if there's really anything to nitpick about outside nope. of maybe the key to the city ceremony stuff. Um, but even that stuff is really funny. Uh, Homer thinking the key was chocolate. Absolute vintage Homer. Uh, this is a quintessential viewing episode in my mind. Oh yeah, Mr. I definitely, definitely a top ten. I, I, no, no other words but five. Everything's coming up, Millhouse. I mean, this is literally a top ten episode of The Simpsons, and everyone should watch it. I know a lot of posts lately. I don't know if people are just some people are getting into Simpsons, but people are always like on on Facebook, oh, give me some top 10 episodes to, to watch. If, you know, I'm like, yeah. I usually write, just start at season one and work your three way through them. But <laughs> yeah, if you want right? a few, Mr. Plow is definitely a, definitely a winner. So yeah, for all intents and purposes, flat five, everything's coming up Millhouse. There's no reason that this episode should not be on, on anyone's, you know, top viewing 10 list. list. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Or viewing list. So go out and watch it. It's amazing. So let's uh, finish off with our character profile. And this week we have the Plow King himself, Barney. Yep. How's the world treating you, Mr. Gumble? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, his occupation, oh. Barfly. Although he does have other occupations like being a big baby and um, Plow King. Plow King. He does uh, some other few things here and there. Yeah. He, how does he make his money? 
We know. Do we ever learn that, like how he's able to afford an apartment and to drink all the time? Well, yeah. Uh, there's one thing I'll get to. I'll get uh, in the in the thing. I'll get to what his source of income okay. is. Um, but he does random here and there jobs like plow king and uh, beating a big baby. Um, yep. His best friends, Homer, Mo, and Duff. Uh, that's not surprising. Yep. His favorite meal: peanuts from the garbage can. And beer <laughs> from ashtrays. As we saw in uh, the uh, New Kid on the Block. Yep. Where he yep. drinks beer from an ashtray. Yep. His, he's an expert on the sting of mace. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, cheese omelets, which you see, oh. we see him make, make for Homer. Yeah. And belching. Yeah. It's Mr. Gumble. Yep. And a uh, regular source of income, the Springfield Sperm Bank. So does he... Does he donate or does he actually work there? Uh, I was going on the uh, donation side, but okay, I well see him working there because he cannot pass the profile test for donating sperm. And I don't know how alcohol affects your sperm count, but I feel like it's not what not good. No, no, alcohol is bad for uh, for that for sperm count. Yeah. So maybe he works there. Well, I think this is a reference in a later episode, so we'll put a pin gotcha. in that. Past James dropped his cummerbund in the toilet at a high school reunion <laughs> yep. and mistook a girl scout meeting for an AA meeting, <laughs> which we have not gotten to yet. So no. shh, shh, quiet. All right, guys, uh, uh, let's let's close it out where you can find us uh, on all our social medias. Facebook, The Simpsons Did It Podcast, Instagram, The Simpsons Did It Pod, um, Twitter, Simpsons Did It PC. Um, like always, if you like to donate to our podcast, uh, check us out on buymeacoffee.com backslash Simpsons did it. Um, all your donations will go towards merch. Um, right now we have stickers to give everyone that donates. Uh, so keep it, keep the money coming and we'll eventually make some more stuff for you. Yep. Um, and then lastly, make sure to check out our YouTube channel, uh, like, and subscribe and comment on all of our, uh, um, viewings of all our old episodes on there uh currently yep. at the recording of this episode we're at 34 subscribers so that's kind of cool we're nice. getting people that are actively listening as i post them so that's kind of cool um and uh, hopefully in about i think it's three weeks in about uh three to four weeks we'll have a phone number uh that goes to a voicemail that you'll guys be able to leave voicemails for us, um, whether giving us your input on episodes, what you like about us, what you don't like. So I think it's kind of a cool way to interact with our our uh, fans. And yeah. if your voicemail is awesome, we'll add it into the end of episodes. So yep. so we'll we'll discuss this further on as we get closer to having the uh, voicemail up and running because yep. we're hopefully going to have a special uh, guest uh, uh, do our voicemail for us. So. Yep. Uh, that's still in the works right now, which is why the voicemail is not live as of this recording. So uh, hopefully we'll have it up for you guys to uh, to leave voicemails for. Uh, yep. So until next time, I'm Steven Skolansky. I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It. <laughs>